Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Do you dream of being CEO of your own empire? Running your own company? Achieving your life's goals? Yet wake up in a cold sweat? Next to last night's takeout leftovers and a pile of bus ticket stubs? You are not alone. Like many others, you are suffering from a classic case of caviar dreams, tuna fish budget. I'm Margaret Josephs. And I'm Lexi Barbuto. And every week, we'll be talking to influencers, trailblazers, disruptors, and risk takers who'll share their own journey to caviar dreams on a tuna fish budget. Side effects may include increased motivation, boundless happiness, and a fast track to success. Hello, caviar dreamers. Hello, caviar dreamers. So excited to see you all this week and talk to you. Well, we have a great guest today, and she is Bravo Obsessed. Yes, Bravo Obsessed, and she has a podcast called Sidepiece. She does, and she focuses on the peripheral characters on Bravo, also that support you fabulous people. You know what? People don't realize that the main characters would be nothing without their side pieces. I would be nothing without you, Joe, Marcinia, Marlene. All of our people. Dolores would be, what would she be without Frank? Oh, uh, love Frank. Gabby. Frank's being on side piece, yes. too. Gabby, Frankie Jr. We all have our family members, our supporting cast. Yes, and in the history of Bravo, there has been some amazing side pieces. Who's your favorite side piece ever on Bravo? It would have been maybe on Housewives Mama Elsa. Oh, yes. Um, who passed away, you know, Sam yes. Marisol uh, from Miami, her mother, Mama Elsa. She oh, was just amazing. She really was. I loved her so, so much. Who was yours? Yeah. Zoila. Oh, Zoila, a given. Zoila. Always Zoila. Zoila was so good. So good. Just, I think it's, that's the thing with the, um, the characters that don't realize, the ca- like Marlene. Yeah, Marlene is like, Forget it. She, a character that doesn't realize she's a character. Such a big deal. I love them. But anyway, so best. that's why. So she has found her niche interviewing Bravo side pieces. And her podcast is hosted by Embassy Road, the same company that makes Watch What Happens Live. So it's a big deal. But this wasn't Melissa's first business. And she's a mom of two also. And she's an amazing inspiration to show, like, you know, to keep working for different goals and keep hustling and hustling even if it's exhausting it is by the way i'm sorry i'm going to go on a lot to this podcast because we are in season filming and i've been filming with these crazy bitches and i'm I'm literally exhausted so i look first of all like tan mom oh you look very cute in the pink yeah i'm wearing pink uh terracloth it looks good i'm feeling it 
Yeah, so oh, I'm in velour. It's really terry cloth. I'll right. be in the velour in the fall. Yes, I'll we'll be move switching, on to that. I'll be switching a, a velour athleisure shortly, but right now I'm wearing terry I cloth. I love it. It looks so good, though. Thank you. But Very I also look fucking exhausted. So I just want yes. everyone to please forgive me if you hear me yawning in between. Okay. Hello! Hello! Bella's here, too. What up, Bella? What? Oh, my God! I'm you so are so so we're so excited to oh have you on here. Melissa Feister from Side Piece Podcast. Sorry, Feister. Feister. Like, All right, I've been saying it this. wrong. I called you the Feister. Feister. Yeah, it's like feast on this. Because, feast. Oh, good. I yes. like it. I like a good yeah. feast. Yeah. So sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. yeah. Okay. No, no. Ever, no one, no one. And it's funny. I was, I, did I tell you this, Lexi? Um, when I ran for student council in high school, my mom, dork mom, is like spazoid like me. She made these huge billboards that said, get off your keister and vote for feaster. And I'm like, oh, I love it. That's so perfect. <laughs> and now it's like Feaster's never gone away. So I'm never going to forget it. Get That's it. Now we know. And vote for feaster. Totally. By the way, Margaret, I had the best time ever with this hotness next to you. Aww. I know. Lexi's the best, right? I had the best time with you. Oh, that was just uh, like. She's amazing. <laughs> she is awesome. so good. She goes. Oh, I was like boob sweat. I was like so excited. I'm like, I can't wait for this. She gives good podcast. She's great. She's amazing. I love it's, her. It's so nice. Like I've talked to your mom who is freaking fabulous. Lex, Little like Mark Senior. Mark She's Senior. so good. She, you know what? I don't, I don't know if I told you this too, Lexi, but she came on, right? And she, the screen popped yeah. on and you know me, I'm like, <laughs> and she was like this. I know, Mark C, you're so regal, like, totally, like, uh, like to the, and it was, like, to the side, I'm, like, oh, shit, is she gonna, like, be hard to crack, is, am I gonna be too much for her, like, she looks very, like, calm, and I'm a lot, and I'm, like, oh, shit, and then, all of a sudden, she just, like, said something, like, oh, and here, no, no, Mark Singer's, you know, partying a little bottle, she's hysterical, she's the best, Mark, it was, it was, I know, I feel like I'm all around your little crew, Margaret, like, I know, I know, well, I love it, because you do all the side pieces, you're, like, a little, a little side piece, but tell me, I mean, you have an amazing podcast on Embassy Row, which is such an unbelievable network. Yep, makes Watch What Happens Live yeah. for the listeners who don't yes, know that, yes, which, is, yes. which is so good. But also, listen, you're, you've been like a little powerhouse since day one. You're a basketball player. Yeah. Oh, you guys know that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? We went I love it. Years. Yep. I played, I was like psych. I grew up in Ohio, so I'm not always from here in LA. I grew up in Ohio. My whole world was sports. My parents... Um, they got divorced when I was five. They both remarried when I was six. And through that, there's seven girls. Oh so, my seven wow. girls. That's a lot of estrogen. Jeez. I mean, are you freaking no boys? Okay. And like crazy girls. I, for about seven years was the baby. Okay. So my dad and stepdad are like, okay, shit, there's no boys. Are you serious? What are we going to do? Melissa, go. You're the boy. Sports, go. Soccer, basketball, skiing, swimming, like everything. We built a half basketball court in our backyard. Like that's how serious I was. My whole family are, are teachers, are all in education. So my stepdad would bring old weight equi equipment um, from his school down to our basement. And that was like our gym. So it was like on the court, a bazillion drills, on the spreadsheet, and then go lift. This is like 11 years old. And this was my life. So I grew up playing sports. And honestly, like I was such a tomboy. 
all I wanted in the world is to be the female Michael Jordan. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. That is it. I would go around. You guys remember, like, I want to be like Mike, like Mike. I can, do you remember that? that yes, of course, of course. Of course. I remember that. So I would sing that like a dork, like slicked back hair, gelled back, did tear away Adidas pants that you would like rip off. Like, <laughs> oh, that's so funny. T-shirts. Like I was the biggest sports dork and I wanted to be a, the female Michael Jordan. I busted my knees. I signed to go to a small D school, D2 school. After I signed my knee, I had my second knee surgery. The doctor's like, yo, if you want to walk by the time you're 30, don't play anymore. Oh. Uh, dream shattered. And that was the end of sports. And I know that's so upsetting oh. that an injury, I mean, it could just take you out. Or so, uh, out. It so still sorry. takes me out. Like I'm running. I'm like, oh, shit. like I need major surgery in both. Like I'm a mess right now. But like you just work through it, right? You navigate around. You know how it is. Like Lexi, come on. You told me you, yes. when you were living back home, it was like, yeah. you know, on the boats and this and that. And you come here and you're like, okay, this isn't my life anymore. Exactly. Yeah, you just got to figure stuff out on the fly. It's true. What yeah. do you do? Where did you go to school? I went to Miami, Ohio. Oh, great school. Miami, Ohio. Yeah. It was good. Great education. Um, yeah. It was awesome. And then you know, life happened. I wanted to, it's funny. I wanted to be the female Michael Jordan. And then when that stopped, I wanted to be the person interviewing the athletes. Cause I was like, I'm a spaz. I'm loud. I have a mouth. Maybe I should be like on TV. I'm like, yes. Hey, yes, absolutely. This is in Ohio. Like you don't go in a, live in Ohio and go on TV. Okay. Like you just, just not what you do. But I was like, maybe I can interview them now and I'll be like a superstar, like interviewer on TV. And then, <laughs> you know, life happens. And I ended up in all over the place, Chicago and DC. And I was doing medical sales and I was making like a shit ton of money. But yes, did, yes, for sure. It did nothing for me. Did you marry a doctor? No. I didn't even like have sex with a doctor on the side. I was just Wow, no sex with a doctor? Shocking. I didn't even like squeeze any asses in the OR. Like I was very like You were very professional. Good girl. Very, very. I don't know how it went downhill so quickly after that, but at least then. And you know, I made a lot of money and it did nothing for me. And and I, you know, I said my whole family fulfilled. Nothing. Like it was like cool. I have money now. What? Like this isn't what I want to do. I don't love this. Like I don't want to be going around to hospitals and you know, all this stuff. So I, you know, I I left. I I quit my job and I literally packed up my stuff and I moved out to LA and I knew nobody. I left my entire family. I left my job. All I had was my savings and a apartment that I got off of Craigslist. I don't know how I'm still freaking uh-huh. out. Uh-huh, Craigslist. Yeah, exactly. Um, Jesus. Um, I mean, but I'm alive and I made it through it. But like, no, I'm not even joking you. It's on, it was on the beach in Santa Monica. So it's like this Ohio girl, I'm on the beach in Santa Monica. How beautiful is that? Amazing. But like, I don't know what the hell I was going to do. And somehow I always knew like sports and working out and all this. And I've always had food allergies, like since birth. Oh, what kind of, what are you allergic to? I mean, now it's like hit or miss with everything, I feel like. But since birth, it was always dairy. So, like, I remember as a kid taking the cheese off pizza. Like, I just couldn't, I you never. You got a cake? What was it? You got a stick? Oh, I, I mean, I'll blow, like, the freaking roof off of the ceiling with. Oh, yeah, yeah. With the gas, with the yeah, gas. Yeah, like, come on. Lactose like, intolerant. 
I will destroy you, okay? So always had that. And then as I got older, I feel like allergies kind of more accumulated. Sometimes like gluten hit or miss, like the sensitivities. So not like yes. full out. So I was like, okay, I like to work out and be healthy and from sports background. And now I have all these food allergies. So I started teaching myself how to cook. I'm like, I'm getting older. I'm out of the house. How do I like survive, right? Off instead of fast food. So I would sit down and I watch Food Network shows because Food Network was like the only place back then that you could find food shows, right? For sure, yeah. for sure. And like a door, like I'm back in school, I just write down all the recipes, but I tweak it to make it healthy or to like, you know, work with my food sensitivities and what I liked. And I had like hundreds of handwritten recipes and I really started getting into food and cooking and like I really loved it and I kind of found passion again. Um, I had passion with sports and then I lost it because sports ended and I'm doing medical sales and I don't give a shit about it. And I found it again through food. And then through that, I would kind of help people lose weight and like kind of eat better. And I didn't set out to, but like parents or like siblings or somebody would be like, yo, how do I eat better? I need to lose 10 pounds or whatever. So I okay. kind of would yes, help people. You were, yes. You were helping people lose weight and eat healthier. Totally. Totally. So it's just like, it's so weird how all this started. I, I wanted to then start doing TV, moved out to LA, but then I stumble across this healthy baked goods business that I created, Naked Feast. So I'm making these uh, homemade banana breads and they're Ooh, low fat. Good banana bread. banana bread. Right? Isn't banana bread like the best? But it's so not healthy. Right. No, I could eat so, the whole lot. Like, yeah, I could eat the whole loaf. loaf. Right. I yeah, I put yeah, I put chocolate chips in uh, No, I'm not even joking you. I was like, okay, I need to make it a little sexier, right? So I would make these healthy banana breads and one would have some walnuts on it. One topping would be dark chocolate chips, just a little bit, right? Because you want to still have it healthy. And one would be a little bit of these like healthy peanut butter chips. Mm -hmm. And it was just like that story that you hear of. It's like I had a little studio apartment, you know, like here's my kitchen, here's my bathroom. And, you know, it's like I can touch each. That's how small the freaking place is. And I would like give it to people in the apartment complex. And, you know, I went to a coffee shop and the coffee shop's like, oh my God, these are so good. And I'm like, really? And then I was like, oh, I'm a psycho. Naturally, I should make a huge business out of it and sell it everywhere. So I was like, that's what I'm going to do. So I would bake and I would take it to all these local coffee shops. And then I like stalked Whole Foods and I like, I try to find the person who locally buys products. And I'm like, how do I get my banana bread into Whole Foods? I mean, this is like, so I'm making it out of my studio apartment, right? And I stalked her at an email once a week for two months. Okay, that's- <laughs> Once a week for relentless. two months. It's important it. to be relentless. After two months, she gets back to me in an email, not, hey, Melissa, hi, nice to meet you. Thank you for your 450 emails. She said, I will meet with you for three minutes. And I'm like, perfect. I only need two. And I was yeah, like, yeah, great. Okay, perfect. I was like, this is amazing. So I drove like 45 minutes away to a Whole Foods way farther away. And she tried my stuff and she's like, this is so good. And she's like, let me tell you, this is all I do. I meet with people who want their product into Whole Foods. I meet with them all day long. Guess how many people out of 10 make it into Whole Foods? And I said, how many? And she said, one, maybe 
Maybe. And I'm like, perfect. I'm going to freaking do it. And it took me nine months of like finding kitchens and like the packaging and the, the, the whole thing. Right. And I finally got my breads into Whole Foods. Ooh, I love it. Yeah. Local, local around here, right. You start and then you start expanding as your sales are doing well. Um, and it was awesome. But like, I would have to go to a kitchen 45 minutes away in the middle of the night. They would only let me bake from midnight to 5 a.m. In the middle of like Crackville and like, you're going to get your face blown off Bill. Like that's where my kitchen was. Like, I'm like, uh -huh. oh my God, am I going to die tonight? Am I going to die tonight? Run the bread out, run the bread out, lock of the door. Like it was freaky. Then what I would the go. Name of the breads? Naked Feast was my business and they were just. So it was called Naked Feast Banana. It was Naked Feast, Feast, Feaster. Yes. Naked yes. because yes. anything naked is fabulous and yes, awesome. no matter what it is, naked That's is great. great. I agree. Nothing, everything. Plus, they were naked, good for you, whatever. Um, so I started selling to Whole Foods and places like that, Equinox gyms and coffee shops and whatnot. But it was just me doing it, and it was a lot. I would bake all night. I'd go do demos, set up shop. Will you try my banana bread? You know, will you try my banana bread? And that was my life. And it was just like a lot. And I would take naps in between baking. Like if the thing was going to bake for eight minutes, I literally would set the alarm and nap for five minutes just to get some like sleep. It was just, it was a lot, but I loved it. I was like, it was my business. You know, you guys know how it is. Yeah, like, I get it. I'm the boss. Um, it was, it, it was a lot though. It was a lot. And then being like the stalker I am, I would reach out to people on like LinkedIn and say, I have this baked goods business. Can I sell in your store or your coffee, whatever. And I then got hooked up with someone that sells food to Delta airlines. And they said, we actually need a new healthy gluten-free muffin on Delta. Do you have anything? And of course I had nothing like what they wanted, but I'm like, sure I do. Of course. Of course. Duh. I hired a food scientist based out of San Francisco we created a few muffins and Delta actually ended up picking one of my muffins. Wow. That's, yeah. It was awesome. So then I got a manufacturer in San Diego because I couldn't do this on myself. And they started supplying all. I stopped, unfortunately, with the one that I was doing and selling to places because then like that business took, kind of took over. Um, and then it's just like kids started and COVID and it was just, so we're not I, doing the Delta muffins anymore. Nothing. So naked feast. I am like, I can't like, it's just too much right now. Um, and, and it's just not going like no one's buying anything. No one's, you, you just, you know, you can't do anything and I can't have kids and not ever be home. And like, you know, the clock's ticking and I got married and all that stuff. So you got, well, how long ago did you get married? Um, that's an amazing question. Seven years. Oh my, <laughs> oh my God. My husband's going to, no, I don't know. He's like, he's that, he's like, our anniversary is coming up. I'm like, I know. You're like, uh, I know. Let me check the date. Let me check the date. On the phone with my husband saying, I served your anniversary yesterday and your wife didn't post anything. Did she even wish you a happy anniversary? And my husband was like, no, no, we both agreed not to really do anything on, on social media for our anniversary. And he was like, no, she didn't. She did that. <laughs> so, nice. That's amazing. I know. That's so Naked Feast was happening while you were married, though. Happening while I was married. Um, like, I would still make, I was trying to juggle both. So I was trying to juggle the, the airline and then get into that kind of business and do, like, you know, other airlines or just bigger things on that capacity while still servicing 
customers here and servicing customers. That didn't sound really right. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah in the yeah. back of the naked face. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no I'm kidding. You know, really went down with naked feet. And you know, it's so funny. I would go and do my demos, right? And I'm like, oh my God, I'm doing another demo, but I have to do something fun and loud and different. So I would make these big hot pink buttons that would say get naked. And I would put them on my thing. And so people could just walk by and grab a button that said get naked. And I remember this woman, she was probably like 85. And she's like walking through Whole Foods and she's like, ooh, I love these buttons. And then she comes back. She's like, can I take two? Because I would actually like to put both of them right here. Oh, that's so funny. My husband would just love it if they were on my shirt. I'm like, you go. Go. Put it on. But you know what I think this speaks to is just like, you can have it all, but not at the same time. Yes. It's so right? true. It's like you had a great business, you had everything, but you had to put it on pause because you have husband, kids, and right. it's just like you can't do everything all at the same time. Right. Totally. And it was like not only the kids thing, it was, you know, we were told we could never get pregnant naturally. So then we had to go through all the IUIs and the IVFs and like pregnant, we're not pregnant and like all that. So it was just like, I'm giving... Do you think this needs extra hormones and shots in her body all day long? <laughs> oh, no, exactly. Yes. That, I it's understand exactly lot. what you're saying. It is a lot. It is I a mean, lot. three shots a day in my stomach, crazy hormones. Like I would see a Trident commercial. I'm like, oh my God. That is just, you know, I'm like, oh my God. My husband's like, what the fuck is going on? You are a psycho. You don't need this. So it was just like, it was so much. It was the business and trying to run it on my own and like, trying to get pregnant and a new husband. It's just like, it was a hot mess. Um, but it was cool. Like it, it, like you guys, you have to work hard to be successful. Like nothing's going to happen overnight. It's no. not just going to get handed to you. Um, you know, someone sent me a, a, just the other day, one of my producers for side piece sent me a, a thing and it said, you know, they were an overnight, they became an overnight success in 10 years. Yes, exactly. Yes. And it's so true. And I just like that's sports. I, I owe everything to sports because it makes you work hard and like have that work ethic. And like, so now I've always had that. Like you need to bust your balls for anything you want to do. I don't care what it is. Just work hard and you'll like, you'll do well. Right. I, I absolutely agree with that. And it's, that's, I always say that there's no overnight success. No. Everyone thinks Nothing. like, you know, you just Not wake up the next day. It's all handed to you. You know, yeah. you just get it and people don't realize that. And a lot, of, I think a lot of people begrudge other people are successful. I'm like, they've worked hard for it. Mm-hmm. Right. Nothing gets handed on a silver platter. Totally. I mean, and there's some people who became successful. I don't deserve it. But yes. most people, 99% of the people have worked very hard for where they are. Yeah. And I think also the other thing else. is people think that, you know, once you're successful, oh, great, we'll rest on your laurels. But yeah. That, but that thing, it's right. hard to stay successful. Yeah, it's hard to right. stay at the top. That's hard. Right. You could scale up your business to a level that it's successful, but that brings its whole new set of challenges, bringing in teams, keeping things going, like, you know. People it, that you trust and, yes. like, without a doubt. That, and, and you know what else, more importantly than anything, which I tell my kids every day, like, just be a good person. Don't be a shit bag. Yeah. Don't yes. be a shit. Yes. I agree. I think that's the case too. It's like, you know, I, I just want to be a good person, but I want to do awesome things. And I think like at the root, yeah, hard work and work ethic and all that, but like, just be a good person. Yeah, um, I and I just feel it. it's so tough to find that 
I mean, you guys know. Yeah, I know. I live it. I live it every day. So tell us, when did you start? What made you start Side Piece Podcast? So I, you know, along with food and all that, I have always just like been into Bravo. I just like, I have always been such a fan of Bravo shows and like, just love it. So I somehow through something, I meet Embassy Row and they're like in New York, I meet with them and they're based in New York. And then they say, come meet our digital person out in LA. So I meet with her. And I'm like, I just ended this business. She's like, maybe we do something around your business. I'm like, I'm done. I want to do TV more than anything, but like, I don't, I'm not bringing the business back. Uh, and then she's like, well, what else? I'm like, I know sports. And she's like, eh. and then I said, I know Bravo. And so she's like, oh, I love Bravo. And we're talking about Bravo. And we're going back and forth about this and like all that. And then I said, you know, what's cool too. Like so many people are like these Lexi dolls are just like, yes. they need the spotlight. And I was like, what about like a side? And then we kind of come up with this whole side piece thing, like the Frank. Well, the supporting, like, the supporting yes. characters, the supporting totally. characters, the main people be nothing without the support system. Ah. Right. So, and it's, and not only that, it's like, how do you be different? Right. You got to separate yourself from the, from the pack. And that's what I always try to do. Like, how am I different besides my freaking loud ass mouth? Like, what else separates me? Everyone's trying to interview all of the mains, right? Like, you, Marguerite, every single person wants you on their podcast. And their I, I go on a lot of podcasts. I agree. Every second. But, like, how many are grabbing Marge Sr. and being like, no, oh, it's true. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. Like, you know? Marge yeah. Sr. And also, I feel like the periphery characters on Bravo get like cult following. Like when you think of like Zoila, yes. Jeff Lewis, like she, right. Jeff Lewis, like she, truthfully, she, I mean, for me, she made that show. Yes. You know? I love Zoila. I was totally, totally. There's just like, it's just like, how are you doing things that you love, but like finding the cool angle and the different angle and like bringing people that should be to light, bringing them to light. So that's how we kind of came out about it. And then again, it's in the middle of COVID and it's like, what are we doing? We're not taping anything. We're not doing shoots or anything like that. And then finally in January, we're like, let's go. Obviously, we can do all this remotely. Let's just try and go. And then that's kind of how Side Piece came, came about. about. In the middle of COVID, this madness. And I mean, we've only been around for six, seven months. Um, so we're still a little baby. But it's just like, are you kidding? Like, I'm talking to this hotness right here. Like, I mean, she's on my podcast. I'm talking to her mom and like talking to like awesome Franks, the Franks of the world. And like, it, it is just, it's so fun and awesome. No, it is so fun. It's so great. And that you get to have all these great people on and like you reinvented yourself, which is amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. It's weird because like I have the side piece angle, right? The entertainment, the pop culture, this and that. And then I was like, back to, but I love helping people, right? Like I'm a loud mouth and I run my mouth and I say crazy things, but like the core of me, I love helping people. I love the business, my naked feast, because like I gave healthy baked goods to people or like when little kids would come up to my stand and be like, oh, mommy, it's banana bread. Oh wait, mommy, I can't try it though. Cause it's not gluten-free. I'm like, honey, it's gluten-free. Go have at it. And they're like, yeah, you know, know so which it's just is like, so good. So, you know, so it's like, I love that aspect. And I told you like forever ago, I would just kind of help people like, listen, let's eat this and not that. And let's do this and let's help with your weight and your cholesterol, whatever's going on. 
So then again, in the middle of COVID, I'm talking to so many people and everyone's just in a rut. They're gaining weight. Like they're a mess mentally, physically, everything. And for years, my husband's been like, Melissa, this is your calling. You're so good at like working with people and being their champion and their cheerleader and helping people. You got to make a business out of this. My husband said it. Would I ever do it? Because he said it. Duh. Like, Duh. Yes, yes, yes. If anyone else would have told me years ago to do this, guess what? I would have been doing it. But my husband told me, so I'm like, okay, cool. Now bye. Yeah. Um, so then I'm like, shit, I should have freaking listened to him like five years ago and started this business. But anyway, I started it around kind of the same time side piece started going. I made Stripped, my new business, Stripped with Melissa, official in like I don't know, September-ish of last year. Oh, that's year. so yeah. good. So tell me about... And tell congratulations us. Yes. on it because you just got your certification from Stanford, right? I did. I did. Wow, was, big deal. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Thank you so much. No, I really appreciate it. I mean, normally, I'm like, listen, if I'm going to do this and I want to do it, I want to make it big and awesome and like, you know, I'm not in here for, you know, shits and giggles. I have a four-year-old and a two-and-a-half-year-old and it's like shit's busy. I want to do awesome big things with this. So I probably should be a little more credible than like the blonde who is, you know, in good shape and like knows food. Okay, cool. So a lot of people are like that. So, you know, someone was like, do you have a degree? You can come on the show. It was like a TV show. I'm going to do a segment. They're like, you can come on a TV show. Do you have a book or like a degree or anything? I'm like, no, no, no. And I was like, shit, maybe I should just do it. So normally these courses are two, three year long courses. And I found one that was eight weeks. So it's two to three year course, like packed into eight weeks. I thought I was going to die. It was probably <laughs> harder than doing my baked goods business. I would put everyone to bed. And then from like 9, 30, 10 at night till about 2, 2.30 in the morning, I would study and like do it all. So I just finished about two weeks ago. Oh, that's congrats. congrats. Yeah. That's amazing. Thank you. Thank so, you. How has that been going? Great. I mean, now it's like, okay, now I have it. Right. And it's just like, let's go. I'm rebranding, getting the mark, the logo, like all that stuff, redoing stripped. Um, so I can get all that ready, get the degree, get the photo shoots done, get all your, you know, get everything ready. So now let's jam. I mean, I've helped, I think now over like 80 people since I started, they've lost over four, I don't know, it might be close to 500 pounds now. That's um, great. Wow. wow. Yeah, it's it's all, and this is all just like word of mouth. Like I've never met any of these people that I've worked with because it's all during COVID. It's all remote, East Coast, over here, West Coast, all over the place. Um, because it's just you know we text and phone calls and this, you know, that's how we we do it. So it's been awesome. Like no word of mouth, no marketing, no nothing. But now I'm like, okay, this is cool. But like, let's make it bigger now. Let's do more. Let's get the marketing out. Let's spread the word all that stuff. So that's where I am right now. I think that was a major benefit also COVID. I lost my baby weight finally in COVID on Zoom with a trainer on Zoom in England that came by word of mouth because my friend had lost a ton of weight with it. And you know, if you can't fucking show up to your own living room at like yeah, that's a problem. Right. A problem. Right. We have a I lot mean, bigger issues than that. Like, come on, like well, six a.m. is a little rough. Well, six a.m. I, I am not a morning person. P.S. I'm yawning right now because yeah. I've been filming, so I'm so sorry. It's um, I need a lot of sleep. I'm but you have no one to escape from. Like, I only yes. have a short window of time before people are looking for me. Yeah, no one's yeah. In, no one's See, looking. Right? Yeah. I'm yeah. surprised if maniacs haven't been up here, like you know, yelling at me about something. 
Yeah, um, yes, I have no one. So do you do, you have it where you buy uh, the food, you coach about the food and working out? So it's, I mean, it's definitely for me, regardless, I feel like everything starts with food because you can work your balls off, like workout, workout. And then if you're sitting down and having a Big Mac afterwards, what's the point, right? What's the point of the working out and all that? Like it's, it's not true. going, you have to start with me. It is nutrition based. You have to start with the food. You get your food right. You get your food in check. Then we can work on other things. I'm not a fitness instructor. I know fitness. I know like working out. I know exercises, but like the core of it, and I will help you with that, but the core of it is the food. Like how do we get the food right? And it's not, I hate diets. I think diets are bullshit. Like you're not going to eat a carb ever again. Come on. Like really? You're not going to eat a carb. I just don't think some of these fad diets are sustainable because people want quick fixes, right? I'm not going to eat any of this for 30 days. I'm going to drop on my weight. And then on day 31, what are you doing? Right? You're eating your carbs again and you're getting all the weight back and your cholesterol. Now, what do you like to eat in the morning? Me? I, I'm like, a, I'm a crazy person about avocado toast. I love avocado as well. We're very big avocado people. Love. It's so good for you. I love egg whites. Like, you know, eggs. Ugh, I hate the whites. I gotta eat the, I hate the whites. I can't you, just eat the whites. I can't. Makes me nauseous. Makes see, me throw up. As a I little kid, I threw up once on egg whites and I can't. I Ew, you have that taste in your mouth. I have to eat the whole egg. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, but eggs, it doesn't matter. Eggs, it's great. It's great protein. You know, it's just with people with cholesterol. It's like- Yeah, I have no cholesterol issues, issues FYI. Well, there you go. Then you're perfect. But that's the thing. It's like, you have to kind of focus on, every, is it the weight? Is it cholesterol? Is your blood pressure? You know, is it like your belly issue? Like, what is it like that's if going you, on? Listen, if you eat the whole egg, it's not really that fattening, right? No. If you have five of them- for at once, then no, that's yeah. too much. That's too much. Yeah. Again, and it's also moderation, which we, a lot of us don't know what moderation is um, because it's like everything is extra large and super size and this and that and the other. So then it's like, you know, so it's just, it's, it's cool. It's like, I'm trying to build this business. I have side piece. So, you know, I, it's like kind of both sides. I'm trying to go like I go on Wendy, you know, Wendy Williams, but that's for it's entertainment. And oh, so, you were on with Sid yeah, Rosenberg? And you were on the panel with Sid Rosenberg? Wait, you guys know Sid? Yes. We know Sid very well. I've been on his radio show a lot. Shut up. Sid is a big housewife fan. He is. Yes. It was, it was awesome meeting him. Like, you know, I was like scared shitless a little bit. I'm like, I'm going to Wendy. Yay. But I'm with Bevy Smith, who is like. I love the Bev. Yeah. Bevy. Right. She's been around for a little bit and doing Bravo and she's been doing all this. Right. And then I'm like the newbie and then Sid, he's been doing his thing forever. And I was like, and damn, they are like loud and personalities. Yes. Big. But you're very, you have a very big personality, yeah. big persona. Well, you just That's go funny. on the Williams show and you start talking about chopping your husband's balls off and then you're fine. I mean, I mean, so Wendy looks at me and we're talking about side piece. Right. And she's like, Melissa, have you ever been a side piece? And I'm like, I wish, but I'm like, I'm boring as hell. Like I married two kids. And then she's like, yo, has your husband ever cheated on you? And I'm like, and then I'm like in my seat getting all this and everything. And I was like, let me tell you what is not going to happen. And then I go on and all of a sudden, all of a sudden I'm like going into my, because I tell my poor husband every day, I'm like, I swear to God, I swear to God, if you cheat on me, I will literally take a knife and chop your shit off and I'll put it in my little morning smoothie and I'll just <laughs> and that'll be it. 
and serve it to you nice and chilled on a platter. And then exactly. And I was like, by the way, I'm not just saying this because I'm on your show, Wendy, and because like this stuff is here. I literally tell my husband this every single day that if yeah, you gotta you yeah. gotta tell them what's gonna happen right from the get scare the shit out. Yeah, you gotta be scared. Scared. You're scared. Your penis is scared. All together, you guys should be scared of what could happen. <laughs> you know, I'm doing this right, and I'm like saying this on one end, and then and I'm like, I was like, let's talk about your food today, and you know, so yes. it's like different worlds and like different planets, or when people like I'm having serious. But you guys know how it is. You have your business, right? And then you're doing housewives. Mm-hmm. And it's funny. I, I mean, so, some of the conversations I have are just like so embarrassing. How how does it, how is it for like the business? Because like, let's you and I kind of started about that a little bit, but like, how is it when these big suppliers or these big businesses are like, you're working with them and then something crazy happens on the housewives? I, it's, I don't know. It's, it gets embarrassing. I, my social media is very, very clean. If you've ever seen it, I don't think any, you know, I'm not insulting even my castmates. I might make a funny comment, but I just keep everything very above board, very professional. Um, I don't try and dig in the mud. I, you know, sometimes on Twitter, I'll live tweet the episodes of like what's happened, but that's even gotten too crazy, you know, a little bit too crazy because some people I'm on my show with are very childish. Yes, <laughs> yes, they are. Yes, yes. No, yeah, not, not, not Jersey girls. And not Jersey. Yeah, not oh. Jersey girls. So I feel like that's gotten too far. But, you know, I, at the end of the day, I do have a business and I take it very, very seriously. And I'm on a show with some people who, you know, I probably wouldn't be friends with in real life. Yeah, totally. Right? That, are, that, are, that are in my friend group. And most of the women I adore, I'm very close with. But there's a few that I'm just like, I, you know, I don't know why they bring me around. Mm-hmm. Right. Totally. And, and that's the thing. It, but it's like, that's the thing too. It's like, I was just talking to somebody and he's like a chiropractor and he's serious. And he's like, I can, you know, maybe I can help market. And like, if I need a nutritionist or my clients do. And he's like, and by the way, I heard you on Wendy, like talking about cutting your, your, you know, husband's penis off. And I'm like, and here we go. We're yes, off. And here we go. Exactly. It, it, you know, but it's just like, that's me. It's just weird. Cause I'm like, me, that's me. But I'm also like, I want to help you. But I, well, you, I think like women, we're multifaceted. Yes. We, have, we have big personalities. We could be many things. We could be great business women. We could be professional. We could be funny. And we could be scary. And yeah, we could really be scary. scary. Mostly yes. scary. But Very like, scary. And, in, and I think that's what's so great about us. Totally. That, yeah. that we can be have very different personalities for different situations yes. and we know how to handle every situation. A cheating scandal cut the cut the dick off. That's totally. Right. I you mean, know? come on, like you guys don't threaten Joe like you got come on, Mr. B and like Joe. I don't really threaten Joe that much. I mean if I caught him cheating, I mean I've been divorced already, I would just be like he would never. I don't think never. Joe would do it. Like we're, we're both on our second marriage. We're both at this point very obsessed with each other. I mean, I got caught. I didn't get caught. I outed myself because I wanted to leave. You know, in my last marriage, I left my husband for Joe. So I was the cheaty cheater. Right. You know? <laughs> cheaty. Cheaty. I mean, you know. <laughs> But that's the thing now, I just like, again, I just like you know, to have, like, throw the little element of, I will really fuck you up. Like, if you're going to Like, ask, what, you know, I always say this, though. A random night in Vegas isn't the same thing as a multi-year affair, right? Yeah. Right. 
totally. But still, I would still hunt you down. <laughs> yes. Okay. So yeah, yeah. I I understand what you're saying. I understand. Let's not get it twisted. I would still have that stuff of you know, yours. Sometimes I, you know, I've said to people, it's not certain things aren't worth unraveling your life for, depending yes. who it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, but it, that's why you like every you get things going on, right? Like I just I. I need, as you guys too, like I need to be active, right? I need to be doing things. Is it kids? Is it like, they're like, how did you get your nutrition degree? And you have stripped and you're hel helping 40, how many people at one time that you're doing and the podcast. And I'm like, if I don't do those things, I will legit go like yeah, bonkers. Exactly. Yes. That's what I'm saying. It's just like naked feast, had to take a pause. You're doing the podcast, but that wasn't, you know, you still, it wasn't enough. So you're like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get my degree at Stanford right. and, and help people because I'm so good at this. A lot of people feel like, you know, which I've been chastised for a little bit. It's just like, oh, you know, being a mom, you know, there's, it's, it wasn't enough. I love being a mother. I love right. being a wife, but you know what? Like, that wasn't the only thing that uh, was my identity. Totally. You know, it's like, I needed something just for me. Right. Because I, that's being something just to someone else. My kids right. were just not for me. They were also yeah. my husband's. I was, I wasn't, my identity wasn't just that I was just their mother. I wanted, you know, to have my career and everything else. And everybody doesn't always understand it. Some people are just fulfilled by being a mom, which is great. Right. But that's right. not enough for a woman like you, like myself, like Lexi. Yeah. And I think you know, that's hard sometimes for us because people are like, well, you know, people say to me, oh, you have to work or you have to do this. I, there's nothing wrong with wanting to work. Right, right. And wanting totally. to have an outside identity. Totally. Someone was like the other day, they said, well, what about the kids? Or like, how are the kids doing with all this? I'm like, doing with all what? Like, yeah. I'm still their mom and I'm still here. And by the way, you know what I will do? Then I will stay up until two in the morning, even though I'm getting up at six to study so I can be with my children, but I just want more for them. Isn't that like the point? Like you want better and more for your kids. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. and for you them to see you as a, an outside individual, someone who's a hard worker, totally a different identity yeah. Yeah. and cares. Yeah. And so, yes, I tell my kids every day and they know, so they are. Totally. And since like for, since birth, I'm like, I want you guys to be so proud of mommy and they don't get what the hell that means. But I'm like, I want you guys, I want to do awesome things. I want to like, you know, help people and do awesome things, but I want to make at the core of it. I want to make you guys proud. And that's why a big thing I'm doing it also too, you know, my husband is very successful in his world. Like he is, he runs the sports division at WME. He started as an agent representing production companies, selling TV shows. He has like the largest production companies in the world. Then being in love with sports, he started dabbling into getting sports people, talent, mm -hmm. getting them off of the court and making a production company based around them, like a LeBron James or Kobe. Like he had Kobe for until, you know. Yes. So so but, but things like this. So like he is in his profession and what he does, he is very successful. And I'm like, I'm not just going to be like your little, no pun intended, but I'm like, I'm not gonna be exactly. <laughs> like, I'm not, not just like your little blonde side piece is going to show up to you and events and like do things and like, you know, be cute and show boobs or whatever. Like I want to not be Josh Pyatt's wife. I want to be Melissa, you know, I want to be Melissa Feaster, right? Like, Yes. I went Josh, you know, that's Melissa's husband. Right. So I think that's like a motivating thing too. It's like, I see how successful he is. And I'm like, 
it motivates me, right? Like I want to do more and I want to do more. And it's not just like his name. Right. So, but that, but that was in me before I met him. It, that's it's just like, I know. Yes. Listen, I'm the exact same. You know, right. We're, yeah. I think we're all cut from the same cloth. I get exactly what you're saying. And now yeah. you've, well, you put us onto this new show. Yeah. Uh, unorthodox, my unorthodox life. Have you Have watched you on Netflix? Yet? Wait, no. You must oh. watch it immediately. Today, yeah, like it. when we get off this podcast, you go watch yes. it. You will be obsessed. It's about a woman. It's a reality show on Netflix, My Unorthodox Life. Yeah. Julia Hart. Amazing. So uh, she leaves the religious Orthodox community uh, eight years ago. She then be, she had her own shoe line, cre- became the creative director of La Perla, now is the CEO of like Elite World Modeling you know, management. I mean, granted she married, uh, into it and it helped her a little bit, but the bottom line is she has created something in the last eight years that she's left the community, but from where she came from, literally wearing a shade, all raising kids of like, you know, in this Orthodox community where she wasn't allowed to show any of her body. If you see her now, you're going to die. And now she's a boss bitch. Yeah, Boss you won't. Bitch. You will not believe it. You must watch it. It's, it's, it's real. Like this is legit. It's real. It's reality series. I love that. Like the Kardashians, but with compassion, because everything she does is from the the female perspective of like, why is a man making a decision about me? That's why her career at La Perla was so successful because she reinvented the way women wear lingerie. Because she's like. The fuck idiot, like put uncomfortable underwires here and there, and yeah, right, stomach like that's not what we want. So, it all comes from the perspective of she was so imprisoned in her own life, now she wants to set people free and clean up the model. So cool, of, like dirty all my oh, you'll go crazy. Yeah, she, I, I need it. You must go watch it. Jay. I yes. started watching it with Joe yesterday. We watched four episodes. I, I think there's like eight episodes in total. I'm yeah. dying over and Joe likes it. it. Joe loves it because also we very much know this community very well. It, uh, Muncie, New York, which is right near us. He actually worked in Muncie today. Um, it's very funny. And I am very entrenched in the Jewish community in my business. Right. And Lexi and I have been treated poorly because they do look down on women. Yeah. The Orthodox community. You're, right. It's your second class citizen. And every morning, as she says, in the prayers, they, they, you thank God that you're not a woman. I, I yeah. mean, Human. oh my God, no, 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 like never. I mean, especially us, like, come on, the three, like women yeah. rule the world. Like we exactly. can like, very interesting. So I, to watch this, it's, it's very good. Yeah, I love that. He is with her daughters is great. She's so empowered. And his sons. Yeah. She She's buys everybody a vibrator. She's like, I never had an orgasm until I was 36. She got yeah. married. I think it like. Hi. That's criminal in itself. Yes. Uh, Holy crap. Perfect. I mean, I love that. I remember I took a picture of my first check that I ever got when I started Naked Feast. And I'm like, this is going to be the beginning of like awesome stuff. And again, now I don't have Naked Feast, but you know, but it doesn't matter. You have, so matter. You have right. you're stripped. You have everything else. Totally. totally. And I know, like, I know I'm like, I'm a crazy person, right? Like even it was really cool. My producer was like, listen, Melissa, like we have a lot of podcasts and everything else, but like, he's like, you hustle your balls off like you're doing the podcast you're trying to get great guests like you're doing stripped your mom like it's all this it's just like that's the only speed i know three questions that we always ask everybody 
And yes, the first one that we, we're going to yes. ask you, because we are very real, as are you. Um, what is your most entrepreneur real advice? I would say, say yes, go do it. Like, do you, th people said you can't sell your food in Whole Foods. You don't have a kitchen. You don't have a label. You don't have nutrition. You don't have da blah, 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 blah. Okay, cool. Now I'm going to go do it just because you told me to do it. Like you want to do it, figure out how to make it happen. You don't have the money, borrow money from your parents, your friends, like anybody, like work your balls off and make it happen and don't let all these people that say you can't do this and you can't do it and you can't do it you know how many people said you're not going to be a good athlete i made all ohio okay in basketball do you know how many people said you're not going to be able to do this you're not going to be able to do this well i did it because i worked my balls off and i made it happen so don't let the asshole the haters that tell you, you can't that you can't you do it you just do it. it okay we have another question what was your yes. big girl panty moment when you're like, holy shit, I got to do this. It's a sink or swim minute. When you had to pull up your big girl panties. Yeah. I mean, I would say probably, um, cause I've done things like I went on like food network star and I did like appearances and extra and this and that, but I would say probably Wendy recently going on Wendy really? because yeah, you know why? Because I was with like the Sid and the Bevies and Wendy, but it's like, now I feel like this is the new Melissa. Like Melissa before had naked feast and that was Melissa, but now Melissa now has stripped and has side piece. And like, I want to make them both freaking humongo awesome. And it's like, go rock this shit. Cause you know what? You rock it. Someone might see it or like something It might go awesome. Producers want you back. Like this is a new moment, a new start like pull that. Sh I, I, I like, I kind of blacked out walking on the stage and then I sat down and like, it was like thong song. And I'm like, how do they know I love the thong song? And I'm like thong, 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 thong. And like, I'm sure everyone was staring at me as I'm like mumming like thong songs in my head. And then it, and then it was like, I'm talking about my cutting my penis, my husband's penis off. So that I, was I, it because I was like, this is important, right? Like I'm serious now. It is like, I'm not 22 year old, like, oh, this would be cool to do this. Like I'm in it. I put a lot of time and money into these businesses and into like the podcast and like making things a success and I want to do big things with it. So it's like, and I have my kids now. It's not just me. I'm not like a young girl that's solo. Like there's responsibilities and people depending on me that I want to make proud. So long story, probably that. Cause it's like, let's that's start over and crush. Okay. Yeah. Now we accredit the Marge's success to 50% delusion to 50% determination. Yeah, okay. What would like you that. accredit your success to? Hard work and support. No, and what, what percentages? Oh, percentages. Oh my God, Jesus. I mean, 99.999% crazy and 1% everything else. Like <laughs> everything. I am insane. Like, okay, I want to go do TV. Sure. Buy my whole family, my job that I'm making money and just go out and you know, nobody. Like I started, let me tell you, when I moved to LA, I was like, I'm not going to be one of those people that's like, hi guys, can you put me on TV? Like I'm going to, okay, bitch. Like then what are you doing? Do something like work, show us that you do something. So I was like, I know food and I know sports at the time I set up, this was 10 years ago when YouTube was like nothing, right? Like YouTube was just going. I, I bought a Mac. I taught myself how to edit. I got a little stand, a tripod and a camera 
and I would, in my disgusting little studio apartment, I would tape cooking shows and I would do it and I'd edit it and film and stop. And it would take me all day to do it. Right. And I called it hot for food. Um, and I made like 300 videos of just like me being a spaz and doing things and whatnot. But I was like, listen, I'm editing this. I'm doing it. I'm telling you, I can put the time in and the work in. So like it's pure craziness and madness all the way. But it works. All the way. Well, by the way, you are like such a breath of fresh air. Yes. Your energy is infectious. Everybody has to listen to Side Piece Podcast. Yes. And, you know, Folly is strict. If you want to be healthy and nutritious, you're just absolutely amazing. Melissa Feaster. Oh. I said it right. Get off your keister. Follow the Feaster. <laughs> follow the Feaster. Thank you so, so much for coming. Oh my on. God. I love you guys. This is why, this is why I do it because you guys, this like day freaking mate. You guys. Thank you. Oh, you're the best. Thank the best. you so, so much. Thank you so much busy. for having me. Thank okay. you. Bye. You too. Bye. She is infectious. I mean, she's literally, she's like adrenaline, adrenaline rush. She's I like know. an epinephrine pen. I know. She's the best, right? She's so much energy. And I think, again, you could be doing great. You could be doing amazing. You could be really successful. You could be ready to scale up your business, but it might not be the right time. It might not be the right thing. And look, it could lead to something else. I agree. And I think that's what it was. She had naked face, which I love it. Mm -hmm. And then she was like, I have kids. I have this, I have that. COVID hit, didn't work out. And then she's like, fuck it. I'm going to go to Stanford, get my nutritional degree. I'm starting a podcast side piece because she was obsessed with the side characters on Bravo. You being yeah. one of them. Woo! Oh, she's got to have Marlenia. I know. That would be brilliant. With, with some kind of translation. <laughs> exactly exactly bella could do the translation she really could i know but she is absolutely amazing and i she think is. the side piece podcast is great and i love that she's stripped nutrition yeah i want you all to follow her i'll be posting on instagram so you can follow melissa but i hope that was inspiring to everybody because it just shows you know sometimes you just really have to pivot everything happens at different times you have to make it happen for yourself and i don't want anybody to have like mom guilt or anything like that, because being a stay-at-home mom is amazing. Melissa, she stopped doing some of her business to spend time with her kids, and then she felt like it wasn't enough for her and yeah. started to do stuff again. So, you know, timing's everything. At different times of your life, different things are right for you. So I just want everybody to know that as well. Yeah, and you can make things work for you now. Like, you know, the conventional nine to five days are so over. So if you want to, like, stop working at the, you know, between like five and seven. So you can get your kids, but then you could pick up your emails mm -hmm. at eight o'clock when they've gone to bed. If you want something up, you can make it work for you. I agree. So caviar dreamers, I hope you enjoyed this episode with Melissa Feaster and the Maj and Lexi. That's us. And you can find new episodes every Wednesday at Caviar Dreams Tuna Fish Budget. And we are at the same name on YouTube, Instagram, Spotify, all the places you can find us to listen. Yes. And follow me at Thrill Margaret Josephs. And my book, still buy the book, Caviar yes. Dreams Tuna Fish Budget, because it's amazing. <laughs> Here it is. A cover with looking at it again. Look, keep dreaming. Keep dreaming, Caviar Dreamers. <laughs>